Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the World of Wellness Center podcast. I'm your host, Megan Zucra, and so happy to be here today. So today we're going to talk about exercise and yoga and the integration of yoga into our own exercise routines and why they are both necessary. I would like to give a quick disclaimer as as I talk through exercise versus yoga, I intend on weight training is what I mean by exercise throughout this podcast. I recorded the whole thing and I was like, I should maybe clarify that a little bit. So we'll talk about the the pros, cons, differences, and the compliments of weightlifting exercise as referred to in this podcast and yoga. So I want to start with sharing my story with yoga because yoga is really how I got into fitness so religiously, I guess. And yoga all started when I, you know, I even remember I was like 13, 14, and I would do some yoga classes at the tennis club that I would practice at high school, but nothing serious. And it's actually kind of funny because the girl who I used to do it with actually turned into a yoga teacher. So it's kind of fun to see these things come full circle. But then I um, went to college and I had a back injury when my come my senior year of college and I just could not, I could not stand up straight without being in the shower for 10 minutes to loosen up my back muscles. So I basically quit playing tennis my senior year of college. And, you know, I remember my, one of my tennis coaches just saying, Megan, you need to stretch. He was actually like the athletic training director. He's like, you need to stretch. And I was just so stubborn and so stiff and in, in such pain that I just refused to do it. So I would take 10 Advil and just try to release the pain in my body. And obviously that masked it, but it was, it was not a pretty thing. So I move home from college and there is a yoga studio nearby and I started going and I started doing really, really gentle yoga and that helped release the pain I had. And and that really liberated me and allowed me to start doing more physical activity. Now, I want to touch back and kind of go on to the back pain and why yoga was something that I chose for such a long amount of time. But when I was in college, I remember having, you know, a guy who was, he was in track and football and he was very athletic and he was an exercise physiology or profession too. So that's what he was studying. And, but he was way more into the, the fitness aspect of it where I was kind of interested in the physiology of what's happening. So I remember him taking me into the gym and teaching me how to deadlift. And I guess you guys might be able to guess what happens next is in that him teaching me to deadlift and squat. He goes, you can do more weight. You can do more weight. And this is like the first time I ever have done any of those big, heavy lifts and it hurt me. And I'm pretty sure that's what hurt my back. And then I was also in a car accident when I was 19. So I think all of these things just come together, but the lifting aggravated my back. So then I go, okay, weight, weight lifting is not for me. There's absolutely no way I'm doing this. Like I'm just going to stick to yoga. And so I graduate college and with the degree that I got, which was exercise science, you're automatically qualified to take 
a test that's the American College of Sports Medicine Health and Fitness Specialist, which is now called the American College of Sports Medicine Exercise Physiologist. So that's their credential that I have. And I'll be completely honest, like I went into this whole profession merely of chance. I studied it. I liked the human body. I wanted to be a nurse. So I always thought I was going to go to nursing school or go to PA school. But then after taking biology once and not doing very well in it, I kind of realized that it wasn't for me. So I just kind of went along. All right, well, I'll get the certification. I can get it. Fast forward, moving to California, I'm walking up and down Del Prado, which is a street in Dana Point here, find this gym. And I'd walk right in and I say, hey, do you need any help? And my former boss, former business partner hired me on the spot. And so I started personal training, but I honestly had very, very little knowledge about personal training and I wasn't aligned in my teaching because I didn't want to strength train because I was so afraid of it. And I was just doing yoga for my exercise, but I was coaching movement at the time. So I was so, so, so scared to do weight training. But then after having my boss teach me how to strengthen my body and strengthen my core and, and, and move properly with weights, then I started realizing this is so, so powerful. And the benefits of there's benefits of both, right? So yoga is great because we're getting the mind-body connection and we are moving with our breath. We are being very present. But the downside with yoga is that we're almost always moving in the same way every single time. And that's going to cause repetition injury. And then our body's going to stop making adaptations and we're not going to get any stronger because we're doing the same things over and over. As where when we do strength training, and specifically if we do it in a way that's applied functionally, where we are teaching our bodies how to be strong in ways that we move every day, like picking something heavy off the floor, or rotating, or stepping up on a step, or pushing a door, or pulling a door open, strength training can enhance these activities of daily living and make our function and quality of life better. And the other great thing about exercise is that it can connect the mind-body movement as well. We can do it mindfully or mindlessly, so it really depends on the application that we put to it. But really what I wanted to talk about in this podcast today was integrating the aspect of different limbs of yoga. So there's a philosophy behind yoga and I wanted to really share how I've applied that philosophy to exercise and then also how to integrate the two because I think that we need a balance of doing mobility, recovery, gentle yoga in addition to exercise because they complement each other. I I don't think that we can have a good, well-rounded, holistic approach to health and wellness and fitness without incorporating both of them. So when I first started doing yoga, I started doing, or when I really got into it was the Ashtanga yoga and there's eight limbs of yoga and they are, um, basically you have community ethics, personal observances, 
the asanas, which are your, the movements, and then you've got the inner awarenesses, you got the concentration, you got the control of the energy, and then the meditation aspect of it, and then that all enlightens us and helps us feel good. So honestly, exercise, weightlifting has been my complete and absolute one of my favorite forms of meditation because I am fully moving my body. I am present in my body. I am feeling where the aches and pains are. And then this allows me to kind of look into my life and it also gets me out of my head into my body. And in that sense, we're getting a more clear picture of what is happening and really allows for insights to happen. So for example, we have the, I mean, the community ethics is basically like do no harm to people and other things and creatures. And that is just being content and then having control of our senses and then doing things in moderation. So in that aspect with fitness, okay, well, we're going to incorporate that with like moderation with our drinking control of our eating. So it's, it's incorporating that into the whole lifestyle. And then once we make the decision to, okay, we're exercising and then we are also um, controlling ourselves, then that's where we get these personal observances of what's happening with my body. Where am I tight? Why do I feel this tightness? Why am I craving this food right now? And so we get this awareness of our habits in our daily life of where we might not have those if we're not incorporating this whole holistic lifestyle. So again, right now I'm comparing basically doing yoga and exercise and how they're very much the same thing and how we can get a lot of the benefits from the limbs of yoga in exercise. So, so far, We have the ethics of moderation and controlling what we're doing. And then we have the personal observances where we are observing our behaviors based upon our actions. And then the third limb of yoga is the asanas, which is those postures. So just think about your exercise routine as those postures that you're doing. So then we have the the fourth limb, which is the pranayama, which is your energy, your breath. And when we exercise, we do have to control our breath. Sometimes we don't think about it, but controlling our breath and the way that we breathe is going to affect the effectiveness and the efficiency of our um, movements. So when we inhale, we're putting pressure in our bodies. And depending on what kind of movement that we're doing, we might need to hold the breath to get a bigger weight and then exhale at the top. And then maybe we need to exhale as we pull so that we can get a bigger range of motion. So it really depends. And and that's why you'll hear a lot of coaches cue the breathing. And if you're holding your breath as well, good coach will know to tell you to breathe. So it really depends on the exercise, but we are breathing when we exercise. And that's one of the benefits of exercise because that high breathing rate increases our metabolism and that helps us burn fat. Did you guys know that fat leaves our body through breath, sweat, tears, and urine? I think that's amazing. Most of it's through the breath though. So that's why panting heavy is really good. And that's why when we exercise that happens and that's how the weight loss actually occurs. So then we've got the fifth limb, which is the inner awareness and the withdrawal of the senses. So that is where we're being completely, completely present, 
This is where we are making sure that we are feeling ourselves pinch our shoulder blades back, keeping the core tight, making sure that we can feel the movement in our hips, in our knees, in our ankles, and really feeling where we feel the exercise and tuning into the body with our inner awareness. And even maybe um, we might have some awarenesses, just like those personal observances, um, the way that we are thinking and feeling and why we're doing what we're doing. Now, the sixth limb of yoga is the concentration or one-pointed mindness. And this is a practice that is really, really powerful because nowadays we exercise and we have our phones. I can't even tell you how many times I've been in a gym and there's people texting or scrolling social media in between their work break. You're not exercising then. You are you're distracting yourself. So this concentration of like, okay, in between a set, what's my body like? Well, how am I feeling? Where do I feel this? Why do I feel this? How could I improve this next set? So that's the concentration. And, you know, it's even hard for me sometimes too, because <laughs> I love the MyZone heart rate monitor that we use. And that, you know, tells us what our heart rate is in the moment of time. And I think that that's amazing because we're knowing our output. And then if we're slacking, we are getting that feedback of like, okay, well, maybe I can push a little bit harder. I'm only working at 65% right now. And that could also give us a feedback of how fatigued we are based upon XYZ, whatever is going on. But that can also be a distraction. So it's really important that we concentrate on the task at hand because honestly, I love the heart rate monitor. I love seeing the calories. I love the games. I love the points. But at the end of the day, what really matters most? What matters most is that you are doing the movements and you are getting stronger and strengthening your body. So the um, seventh limb is the meditation, and that is natural and effortless deep concentration. So, you know, and we are, we are back to the back limb. We got that one-pointedness. We're focusing on one thing. But then the next one where it comes to the natural deep effortless concentration, that's where we're getting into a flow. And I, I love this part because sometimes exercise feels like a dance. And sometimes I can see clients that are so ingrained. They're so in the flow. It looks like they're dancing when they're doing exercises. Again, remember I'm comparing how the eight limbs of yoga are very similar to exercise and how they apply to both here. So with that enhanced concentration, we have that concentration focusing on one thing. Then we have the deep concentration where we're in that flow state, going through the motions and enjoying the process. That comes to the eight one, which is samadhi, and that is enlightened living. And the super conscious state, the mind emerges with the object of meditation. So just think about you feel so good after you do yoga. You feel so good after you exercise. And that just, the happier we are, the healthier we are, and the happier we are, we kind of emit a more radiant being. And that just helps us elevate our state of thinking. It helps us process better. It helps us deal with stress better. And so that exercise can do that exact same thing of elevate our living, elevate our awareness. And I will tell you what, I can't, I just can't even explain to you enough how how 
exercise has been the best point of reflection for me, the best form of meditation. And I have had some of my best ideas come during exercise and some of my best poems come from while I'm exercising, believe it or not. So this really gives us a greater awareness and elevates our perspective and our consciousness and helping the world become a better place in that sense. So that is the goal of the eight limbs of yoga. And that is how exercise and movement can be that exact same thing. And as you can see, doing the postures in yoga or doing the exercise is just one point of it. But then integrating this control of our habits and the inner awareness and the outer awareness and using the breath and then also having this meditation aspect of it really enhances our life. Now, I went through a period where all I did was yoga and then all I did was exercise. And what I found that I needed to do that first, so I kind of needed to learn the background of yoga and this is my journey. Yours is probably looking a lot different until I could really appreciate exercise and what it does. And I think that I also had to work through shoulder shoulder problems coming from yoga and then also the back pain with the strength training, kind of meshing these together to find what works best. So what I found that works best for me with incorporating these into my life, both of them with exercise and yoga is doing little like like snacks or I <laughs> I think of movement snacks from um, one of the episodes that I had with uh, Jason when he talks he gives people movement snacks but that's what yoga is for me so what the way that I do yoga and sometimes it's anywhere but it can be from five minutes to thirty minutes and sometimes it's an hour just depending on how I feel I'm one of those people that who move very intuitively based upon how I'm feeling but kind of within a set structure of, okay, I'm going to do cardio at least three times a week. I'm going to strength train minimum three times a week. And then the yoga can kind of come and go as it needs. So back to what I was saying, yoga every time, first thing in the morning, very light, gentle stretching yoga can be can be like a flow where we're going up dog, down dog, down into a, you know, tree pose, whatever it is, or it can just be as simple as I'm doing some stretches, some child's poses, some cat cows, some quadruped rotations, and maybe some stretching on my back. That might be what the yoga looks like, but I've found creating the habit of doing maybe five minutes of yoga and then a 10 minute meditation in the morning to kind of get my body moving, the blood flowing to wake me up and then center the mind. And then the same thing in the evening. So it's kind of like an opening and a closing of the day. And I like that because we're getting in tune with our body and we're kind of just like checking out, we're calming down. And that's the other benefit of yoga. It's, it can be a more of a rest and digest getting into the parasympathetic, but it can also be that let's go, 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 move, move, move. But a lot of people think of yoga as that getting down into the um, parasympathetic. So using it in a way that's not for your workout, but it's a way to 
enhance your workout and enhance your mobility and enhance your stretching. And if done consistently, it's going to help our mobility and it's going to help our flexibility. And that in turn is going to enhance our quality of life and enhance the way that we are able to move with our range of motions during our exercise sessions. So long story short, (laughs) I think both are amazing. And if I were to pick one, I would definitely pick exercise and that's unbiased, but that's, that's, I mean, short could be biased, but that's also from experience of going all the way in on one and all the way in on the other. And then realizing that I feel good having yoga in my life and it feels good to be able to comfortably touch my toes and comfortably, you know, basically touch my toes. (laughs) So yeah, I highly encourage you to integrate it, whether it's you're watching a 10 minute video in the morning or a 10 minute video in the night before you go to bed. I've got a couple of stretching videos that you guys can watch. Um, and, and, you know, yoga doesn't have to be such a flowy thing. It can be where you just lay on your back and close your eyes and breathe. That can be a form of yoga too. So find what works for you. If you want some help on integrating it, feel free to reach out to me and, Yeah, I hope that you learned something from this episode, whether about yoga, what it is, and how to integrate it, or fun facts about my life. I'm happy to share that, and I'm just so grateful to be your coach and help you get fit, feel good, and have fun. We will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much, and have a great week.